welcome, folks, to Eat My Dynasty, part two, as part of Eat My Sports' first dynasty football team. We're super excited to talk about the next eight players that we drafted in an IDP dynasty league. That's Individual Defensive Player League. Um, we've drafted, since last Monday's segment, two offensive players, six defensive players. We're going to hype up the shit out of them. Are you hyped, Eskimo brother? I cannot be more hyped. You have no idea. Actually, I do have an idea because we've been doing this for like a week now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyways, let's get to it. Uh, we're, we're into pick seven. Talk about who we picked. Okay, so we took Brian Scalabrini, I mean, Dallas Goddard. <laughs> and so Dallas Goddard, uh, flying under the radar from everyone with good reason. But when people are not, what people are not realizing is that he was actually top 10 in points for all tight ends last year in fantasy. And when I say for good reason, even though Zach Ertz is clearly the starter, we're extremely ecstatic for his long-term upside. What a lot of people don't realize as well is that Zach Ertz is a free agent after this season in 2020. Goddard actually averaged more yards per catch than Ertz, and combined with the fact that tight ends gained 1.25 points per reception in this league, but also two points for every 10 yards, we definitely could not be more excited for what he can do. Yeah, uh, especially the tight ends being so heavily weighted. I think that was a no-brainer to put him at a flex one, even though he's a backup tight end. I mean, Philly loves using their tight ends. Philly loves tight ends, tight ends, tight ends, tight ends. All right, next pick. Uh, we went with our first individual, individual defensive player. We went with whom we saw as the best linebacker available, present and future. Tremaine Edmonds, the Buffalo Bills standout. He's 22. He's already had two 100 tackle seasons. He's 6'5", 250, blazing fast. And most importantly, he plays in the absolute best defense in the AFC, in my opinion. Um, and I think the Patriots defense is going to get exposed. So anyways, the Bills are the best defensive team in the AFC. Uh, he's got pedigree. He's got two brothers in the NFL. One was also a first-round pick, who I, I'm considering talking about uh, with you moving forward, Terrell Edmonds. Um, we, we thought this pick was a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, especially the combination of youth and pedigree. I mean, definitely made a lot of sense. And talking about youth and talking about pedigree leads us to our next guy, Derwin James absolute stud he's your do it all go to d back in the league he was an all pro back in 2018 and that was his rookie season last season he was only slowed down due to injury he'll absolutely be back with the vengeance this season he's only 23 years old his future is extremely bright this was a very simple pick to be our first offensive back off the board yeah Absolutely love Derwin James. He's, he's a man beast. I mean, straight out of college, freshman year, I think he was the best defensive back in football. Um, and really nothing's changed. Maybe other than Jamal Adams, he's probably the best DB in football. Uh, moving forward. Hopefully he stays with his own team that drafted him. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Go Niners. Um, for every episode, I bring up the Niners. It's getting really annoying, you know. Yeah, that's uh, not on purpose. <laughs> uh, why don't you – I know you were really excited about the next guy we were talking about, so go back to back here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this next guy I know for about three days now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you so, Bush for longer. So for for all the viewers out here, the Foz is uh, an absolute expert when it comes to defensive players. I always I, I've always put my focus completely on the offensive side of the ball, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, no matter what the sport is. I just love offense, and that's what I focus on. I've never put a priority in the defense. However, the next guy we took, I know, is going to be an absolute Hall of Famer. Yes, you heard it here first in Eat My Sports. He will be a Hall of Famer. His yeah. name is Devin Bush. Yeah, I just wanted to make that because when he becomes a Hall of Famer, people will say, I heard that in Eat My Sports. Anyway. Wow, that's, um, that's a good move. I also think Andrelton Simmons is the best player in baseball, so go on. Interesting. And so is Matt Chapman. Go ahead. Really? So yeah. anyway, Bush was selected by the Steelers as a top 10 pick, and that's when they actually traded up to get him. He clearly didn't disappoint. He was Ryan Shazier. May God rest his soul. Obviously, he uh, um, can definitely, um, you know, recover from that and uh, hopefully be part of football at some point. Probably not going to play again, but, you know, at least uh, in, in football somehow. But uh, he was Ryan Shazier's replacement. He had almost 100 tackles, made plays in every aspect, and also racked up almost more turnovers than any other linebacker in all of 2019. And that was just during his rookie season. He's now going into his second season. He's a virtual lock to be a top 10, a top 15, top 10 linebacker with the potential to even be the best inside linebacker in football. Yeah. Very, very happy. We got him. Love that we moved up to get him. You, you know, I love moving up to get people. We're aggressive people at the end of the day, you know, we get what we want. Uh, the next guy we took uh, was our first defensive lineman. We went after a guy who played linebacker last year. I believe he was out of position. He still racked up 10 and a half sacks. He was a rotational guy, only played about 50% of the snaps, a little more than 50%. Josh Allen out of Kentucky he plays in the Jaguars. Josh Allen, <laughs> yeah, excellent quarterback, super strong arm, super inaccurate, uh, just, <laughs> just like Sam Darnold. Really? Yeah, that was that was an, that was alluding to episode five when we talked when Mr. Massive talked about how Darnold and Allen were the same quarterback, but Darnold would lead the Bills to the to a divisional title, but the, Allen wouldn't. Anyway, um, yeah, but anyways, Josh Allen on the Jaguars is a fucking nightmare. Uh, now that Calais Campbell's gone, uh, presumably Allen's going to start opposite Yannick Ngakwe. He's going to wreak havoc on people. He's a potential 15, 20 sack guy. And you heard it here first. He might be the best defensive end in the AFC. I don't think he's going to be better than Bosa, but I, I do think he's going to be better than oh, another Niners reference. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But Josh Allen is, is through the roof here. And I think Josh Allen actually fell in this draft because he was listed as a linebacker and pass rushing linebackers are av uh, like really irrelevant in this league. It's a very tackle-heavy league. But when you translate the points, which are different for defensive linemen, tackles are more weighted. I believe it's four points per tackle for a D lineman and 2.25 for a linebacker. I mean, Josh Allen was the no-brainer here. 
Yeah, I mean, once you brought his name up to me, I completely had forgotten about him at this point. And, you know, the fact that he was still available at that point in the draft was an absolute no-brainer. And, you know, he's going to be a staple on our team for the next several years. Um, And that leads to the next guy who I actually had zero interest in, completely bypassed his name, didn't even think about him, Jamison Crowder. Now, Crowder, which the Fawz opened my eyes to, was the 26th highest scoring wide receiver in PPR, even with Sam Donald out several games. The guy had mono. I mean, he can't catch a break at this point. And, you know, obviously Phenom Luke Falk came in as a quarterback for those three games in between. Amongst the games that he played with Donald, he also finished 26 in PPR points per game, putting him ahead of guys like Odell Beckham, like A.J. Brown, And with that being said, we got Crowder in round 13 of a 16-team dynasty league. And he's our fourth wide receiver. Definitely couldn't be happier about that move. Easy flex pick. Low-key, but also has big game upside, as evident by his 17-target, 14-catch week one in 2019. He even has the potential for 90-plus catches if he can stay healthy. And, of course, Darnold doesn't be kissing girls. He shouldn't be kissing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Adam Gase might be too cross-eyed to, you know, uh, get Darnold to throw to his outside receivers, but he's cross-eyed enough to, to get Darnold to throw the ball three yards every play, and that's what Crowder does best. Run or to kiss random run. women. Or to kiss random women. Is Adam Gase, like, the strangest, least expected coach in New York like is is he the type of guy that just doesn't belong in New York whatsoever definitely doesn't belong in New York but I also don't think he belongs in the NFL at least as a head coach interesting are you that better it's not even about being bitter it's just incompetence is very straightforward I mean I'm sure he can lend another offensive coordinator job but I mean he's proven to not be a leader he's proven to not be loved by his his players I mean there's literally not one character trait that anyone can say that's positive about him. Fair. Yeah. Other than being boys with Peyton Manning. That's not really a positive trait, though. That's just kind of like being boys with Peyton Manning. Anyways. Yeah, I love, how, I, <laughs> I love how everyone's like, oh, he went to the Super Bowl, you know, with, uh, with the Broncos. No, he didn't. Peyton Manning went to the Super Bowl <laughs> with the Broncos. What are you talking about? Had to add that point in there. Like, anybody that's boys with Peyton Manning, they're like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. It's like Daniel Jones endorsed by Peyton Manning. Wow, he's amazing. I mean, Jones is good, but, like. <laughs> it's like Jim Sorgi attributes his backup <laughs> career to the likes of Peyton Manning. Wait, what? <laughs> Jim Sorgi, Curtis Painter excels in oh. one quarter of football, thanks to Peyton Manning. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. I'm going to bunch together our last two picks for this segment. Okay. They're, they're both absolute phenoms. I love them. I know you, you had no idea who either guy was. After we took one of the guys, you were like, oh, that's Simmons guy. And I was like, yeah, that guy that's going to wreak havoc for our team for the next seven years. Uh, I'm talking about the ninth pick in the 2019 draft at Oliver and the 2019th uh, – the, I'm sorry, the 19th pick and the 2019 NFL draft, Jeffrey Simmons. Now, Oliver and Simmons both had five-star pedigree uh, going into college. 
both absolute studs. Simmons was first team all SEC in 2018, 2019. Oliver was, was an absolute wrecking ball throughout his Houston career. Uh, Simmons had a torn ACL going into the draft and only fell to 19. Some thought he would fall out of the first round. Most thought he was a top five to top 10 talent. I actually thought he rivaled Williams and at all, or Quinn and Williams and Ed Oliver as the best defensive tackle in the entire draft. We couldn't be happier. Uh, Oliver played 50% of the snaps. He racked up 34 tackles. Um, I mean, at this current rate, he's, he's going to play a full-time role as long as, you know, he doesn't get suspended for stupid shit that goes in off the field. But he's a phenom. He's built like Aaron Donald, super athletic, really excited to have him. Jeffrey Simmons played 28% of snaps and racked up 32 tackles. Think about that. He's basically on pace, or he was on pace for about 100 tackles if he played all season. He's the reason why Jarrell Casey got traded for pennies. And I think he completely flew under the radar. I'm sure he was on nobody's draft board and very excited to steal him. 100%. I mean, I've become very familiar with these guys in the last couple of days and, you know, reading into uh, the amount of upside that they have. I mean, it fits the mold, you know, it fits what we talked about previously when we talked about dynasty sports, whether it's dynasty baseball, whether it's dynasty football, doesn't matter. You draft on upside, you draft on desire for game moves, and you go for those guys who uh, can ultimately turn your team around. If you're uh, a dynasty league that's been around for a couple of years or if you're a brand new league, that's going to set the pace and set the tone for your success. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Simmons flew under the radar too because he, he only started in week seven, moving forward, recovering from his 20 CL. Pro football focus had him – rated higher than Oliver and Quinn, uh, Quinn and Williams throughout the 2019 season. So I definitely want to go after Quinn and Williams if we can with our next pick. Uh, there's a couple other guys in mind that I do want to go after, but I'm sure we'll be talking about them in the next segment. Absolutely. We definitely will. And hopefully Adam Sandler falls at tight end as well. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think Mr. Massive is going to be our kicker? I think he might be our backup punter, but uh, definitely looking at some alternatives like Jared Stidham as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, on that note, we thank you for joining us for Eat My Dynasty episode two. Um, we'll see you next Monday for the third segment and hopefully not the last one because it's a 40-man uh, dynasty. Uh, stay hungry, everybody. I'm going to shut up now. Bye.